Hi you guys, I'm your host Shahira Jones and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. Now, as you guys know, on the last recording it was not a real episode. I was just letting you guys know that there were some things going on and I didn't really have as much time to record an episode and plan an episode. The same thing remains the same, but I'm going to attempt to do the topic that I wanted to do without much planning so please bear with me on the last episode we had the real episode that we had I actually had a conversation with my best friend Jasmine and she talked she talked about um, what her preconceived notions were about the virus how she felt when she learned I had the virus and what her thoughts were about me now now that I've had the virus for years. So you guys remember that episode. I also kind of mentioned um, on the last recording that was not an episode that I actually wanted to um, have an interview with my mom. I still have not talked to my mom, haven't gone home yet, but next weekend is Mother's Day weekend and I really hope that she will be open to speak to me and you guys about how she felt when she learned I had the virus or when I contracted the virus as well as what she feels about me and dating now as I know she has a lot to say the problem is I'm not sure if she's going to be open to tell it on a podcast <laughs> but anyway on this episode of dating with herpes as you guys heard on my last recording too um i haven't had a lot of time to do a lot of research because of my new position which is going fabulously i love the new position um that i'm working in it's still a lot to learn it's still a lot to train in but i don't have as much time to plan and record um my episodes so Instead of having you guys wait a whole nother week, I decided to um, just talk about it. Um, and the topic for this episode, episode number 20, is going to be online dating. Have you guys tried online dating? Specifically, have you tried online dating with um, groups that kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? that actually gravitate or specialize in our um in our issues having herpes so let's get started and i'm sorry that i'm pausing a lot guys this is off the flies i told you but let's get started <laughs> so as you guys probably already know dating is hard in itself i mean especially for women there are more women to men um, in this world. So a lot of us resorted to going online to find love. Um, I remember back in the days, I mean like 20 years ago, I started doing the whole online thing with Black Planet. I don't know if you guys remember Black Pan Planet, but Black Planet was popping when I was in my 20s. <laughs> it was popping. And, um, it was more so, it wasn't as sophisticated as now where you could just swipe left or swipe right to see to say if you liked someone or if you thought they were attractive. It um, had profiles, of course, and people posted their pictures, they said a little something about themselves. It's almost like Match, but it was free. Um, but what was also popping 
on the Black Planet site was their chat rooms. You guys remember chat rooms? I mean, it used to be hundreds of people in a room and different topics, different subjects, and everyone would have their two cents in and, and the conversation would just continue on and on and on. Um, that was my first um, encounter with online dating. And I actually did meet a few people off of Black Planet. I dated one guy um, who was younger than me. His name was Reggie. Um, and we didn't last because he was a lot younger than me. He was At the time, I was like 21, 22, and he may have been 18. <laughs> you guys know I love young men. Anyway, um, but that has changed. Anyway, um, but besides Black Planet, I have also tried Match. I tried eHarmony. I tried Plenty of Fish, which is a joke. Um, Plenty of Fish is still around, as well as Match and eHarmony. Um, but Plenty of Fish is a joke. Um, I feel like all of the people on Plenty of Fish have real problems. <laughs> or it's like Tinder, what Tinder is now. Um, people on there just want to hook up. You know, that's just, just the bottom line. No one is really looking for love. You may find one or two um, diamonds in the rough, but I, I never had any any positive experiences from Plenty of Fish. Um, for me, Match and eHarmony, you know, I'm African-American. Um, and in my states, because I didn't want to do long distance, there was never enough options for me to continue to pay. So I always canceled my subscriptions. Um, I did find some luck on, um, black people meet actually, um, became really good friends with the guy, even though I initially wanted to date him and he wanted to date me. Um, the problem was he was all the way in Chicago and I was in the South and, um, yeah, we never met. Um, we both never had the means to meet. Um, so we just remained friends. And actually when I go to Chicago, um, next week, I plan to see him. We've been friends for over 15 years. Um, so yeah, so you do meet some people. I've never met or had a love connection. Um, but I've had some successes, you know, I dated, um, but they never, you know, ever, panned out to be or turned into a relationship the problem that I always ran into is the same problem that I run into when I meet people in real life when I did online dating is that you still have to tell that person or I felt I still had to tell that person that I have the virus um so on top of having the additional pressures of you know are they going to like me when they see me in person? What if this person does, you know, is catfishing me? Cause you know, catfishing is real. And I have been catfished twice with my online dating experience. Catfishing is very real. So you don't know if they are going to like you in person because everybody puts their best pictures up. Nobody puts pictures up when they're looking crazy. At least I don't. I'm always dolled to the nines. Um, I'm always looking fresh to death. My hair is always looking, you know, on point. So, but I'm not like that every day. That's just impossible to keep up, right? <laughs> At least for me, I'm a regular t-shirt and jeans, hair pulled back type of girl. 
you know, and even though I'm pretty, it's not what the pictures are painting, right? So we have that additional pressure of it. If they're going to like me, um, if for me, if, if that person is going to look like their pictures, if I'm going to be catfish, and then you also have the additional pressure of, are they going to accept me having this virus? So after a while, after, you know, doing online dating for a few years, I just had enough. I had enough. Um, but the trade off for that is now with Facebook. Have you guys or, or Instagram is another one. Um, for me, I get a lot of people in my inboxes and DMs, um, because they either are friends of friends for Facebook or I post something on Instagram and I'm not exactly sure how people see my pictures on Instagram. I don't know, but I get a lot of people in my DMs. Um, so now I'm faced with, yeah, they see all of these pictures of me. So they get a little bit clearer, you know, idea of what I look like on a regular. They see videos of me and my friends. So they see that, you know, this is an actual person. This is not somebody who is Photoshopped. (laughs) So that pressure is off, but it still is the pressure. You still have the pressures of, now I have to tell this person I have a virus, but I will say this. The plus with Facebook is that there are groups. Um, for me, I found it very helpful when I found the support groups for herpes because these individuals understand, you know, the problems that we have, you know, they are aware of the problems that they are already aware of the problems that we have with dating because they share the same experiences. Um, I will say this though. The problem that I have with these support groups and the guys trying to talk to me in these support groups is that just because we share the same issue, I think they feel that we're automatically going to be together because we all know that that's a problem or something that we're afraid of is finding somebody who's going to accept us. So just because we're in the group together does not mean that I want to be with you just because we liked each other's pictures because it's more than just pictures. There's also personality that goes with it. And if I don't like your personality, I don't like the things that you do. Like if you're a weed smoker, I can't stand the smell of weed. Don't down anybody for that, but I don't want to be around it if I can't stand the smell of it. Um, same go with smoking. Um, if you're disrespectful, all of these things also still come into play. So just because we like each other's pictures, just because we share the same issue, doesn't mean that we're going to be together. And that was one of the problems that I found with these online groups. However, it did make it much easier to you know, hold conversations with. Um, we had similar, you know, problems. So it made it easier to talk to, um, these individuals. So some of the groups, and just to kind of give you an idea, um, with Facebook, some of the groups that I found were, um, um, you know what? I don't even know the name of the groups, but if you put in herpes support groups under this, under the search in Facebook, you will find, I, I will say like maybe five or six great groups, Um, and I'm a member of about three of them and, um, I'm pretty sure that if you 
put yourself in some of the posts, make comments towards some of the posts, you'll have people inboxing you. This, this, is, this has been my experience. Hey, are you there? Are you listening? Come here, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. (laughs) Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Yahira.Jones.1. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H. I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, Jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group and then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. Another problem that I have with the support groups is that a lot of the members are fairly new, right? So we have a lot of woe is me posts. I mean, it's the same post over and over and over again. And I feel sympathy because I've been there. But when you're part of the group and people post in the group, it floods your timeline. To see so that you can see what's going on, what type of conversations people are having. And I'm just like, I don't want to see negativity all day. And I post to some, you know, to give words of encouragement, but at the same time, it that negativity and that woe is me, it brings me down, it makes me sad. And so I sometimes have to hide the content of the group so that for a minute or two, like for 30 days or I'll hide it for a couple of weeks or whatever because I don't want to constantly see the woe is me content. Um, And it's not just like just one post here. It's like person after person after person. When am I going to find somebody? When am I going to find someone to love me? And I know that these are real and genuine feelings. I've been there. I've been there. But it's just like, how are you helping someone else in this group? That's not, I don't think what, the purpose of being in a support group well maybe it is maybe I'm just not being sensitive enough (laughs) 
But if somebody else posted about it five minutes ago and then you have someone else posting about it five minutes ago, why not just post under the same post, right? Comment under the same post instead of generating a new post. And it's, I don't know, maybe I'm not being sensitive enough and I feel like I am sensitive, but maybe I'm not being sensitive enough. Or maybe my time with the support groups have ended. I don't think so, but I don't know. I just know that I don't like seeing the constant um, woe is me posts. Also, another thing that I don't like about the posts uh, are some of the groups, um, not all of them, one in particular, which is a hidden group, so I'm not going to say the name of it. Um, but in this particular support group, it's all about sex. Like, I'm like, why are we not trying to encourage each other? Why is it just about sex? Why are we not talking about building relationships? You know, there's more to, you know, being with someone than just having sex. And yes, we all have the same issues. So we are no longer, you know, so cautious or we don't have to be so safe because we all have the same things. But there are other things beyond herpes that's out there. You know what I'm saying? So there's AIDS. There's this new, what what is it called? Super gonorrhea that can't be cured or can't, almost can't be cured. So there's so many other things out there that um, we can contract, even though we're no longer afraid of contracting or spreading the virus to our partner if we meet somebody in one of these support groups. And I'm getting off topic. But my main purpose um, for this is that there are groups um, that are support groups that could potentially help you find love online. <laughs> um, but I want to also point out too is that in one of the support groups, one of the members um, made a post and he said um, that he had to redo another subscription for um, what is what was it called? positive and um single positive and single i think that's what it's called which is an online dating site that caters to individuals who have either the herpes virus or another std so i had never heard when he he put smp single and positive or positive and single whichever whichever way is um worded he put smp or pns and um so I didn't know what it was but thank goodness another member actually asked the question what is that and he said it was positive and single or single and positive um, forgive me for not knowing which way um the wording goes I didn't do my research sorry this is on the fly but either you're gonna put in positive and single or single and positive and you're gonna find the website <laughs> But, um, so I went on there cause I wanted to know what it was about and I created a profile that is no longer up. I did delete it within about two weeks, um, because I'm not into that type of online dating anymore, but I want to tell you guys that this is available. Um, but I built a profile, put my pictures up. Some people did not allow their pictures to show, but I did put my pictures up because I wanted a result. I wanted someone to, you know, see what I looked like and, and, you know, send me a comment. So within a day I had, my inbox was flooded with 
you know, people wanting to, you know, chat with me, people um, saying they like my profile, people sending me their telephone numbers. I mean, just flooded. And so on your, on the profiles of the people that you are looking at, and when you build your own profile, you tell what type of STD you have, whether it's herpes, whether it's HIV, if it's herpes, what type of herpes. So when you're actually looking at the other person's profile, someone who's hit you up, or if you're browsing, um, and looking at other people's profiles, you can see what type of STD they have. So I thought that was interesting. Um, because I did see that someone, you know, actually had a profile and they had HIV. So it's people, you know, even with HIV is on this site and they're looking for love. But the fact that I like that they disclose this information, um, I, I felt that was amazing, you know, and that's why some people did not post a picture with their profile because they didn't want just anyone knowing what they had. Um, so I actually, um, me and another guy, we matched. Um, we both said that we liked each other's profiles. And um, he actually messaged me and said, you know, I would like to get to know you better. And that could have been just one of those um, template responses. I don't know, because I didn't stay on there long enough to get familiar with the with the um, platform or with that service. But um, I did see that there were... Um, some fees associated with it. So if you wanted, say for instance, if you wanted to, um, look at the pictures of some people who hid their, um, pictures, you would have to pay. Um, if, if you wanted to send, you could send messages, but if you wanted to see who viewed your profile, just viewed it, you had to pay, uh, a, a cost to, to do that. So there were some fees associated with it. Um, long story short, me and the guy, we exchanged telephone numbers. Um, first he asked me if I had Facebook. So I told him what my Facebook name was. Then, um, we started chatting via messenger and then we exchanged telephone numbers. This was in a course of one week. Um, the, the guy, he was nice looking, um, and we talked on the phone, but I did not feel that we had any chemistry. And this is what I'm saying. Just because we have, we share the virus, I look for more than that. You know, that's not going to make me want to be with you knowing that I don't have to tell you that I have the virus and I'm not going to be afraid of having sex with you because we both have the same virus. That's not what's going to keep me interested. What's going to keep me interested is not only, you know, that I'm attracted to you, but also that we communicate well. And that's something that we did not do well. So needless to say, I don't hear from him anymore. Um, since last week, um, <laughs> I have not heard from him anymore, um, which is not a long time. But, you know, he had been trying and trying and trying to, to meet up with me. And I guess he got tired of me kind of brushing him off. Um, not trying to be rude, but I was just like, I, when I find some time, maybe we can you know, <laughs> not find some time. Maybe we can meet up. And I kept coming up with excuses. Not that I had excuses, but I actually just landed a new job. And I still work my part-time job for the time being because I got to make sure I make it past the 90-day period, you know, and, and stay on full-time. So until I reach that 90-day period, I'm working two jobs and I'm learning a new job. So I don't have 
the time and he just got I guess he finally had enough of it anyway (laughs) so that's my spiel on online dating and some of the options that are available to you um, for those people who are interested in meeting a love who are having a hard time finding love who are afraid to use online dating because of the virus here are a couple of options of meeting people possibly meeting a new love potential from people who are you know understanding because they also share your same issues now having said all of that <laughs> um outside of um the support groups I'm part of other groups on Facebook, um, and one of which, you know, I, I mean, I get people inboxing me all the time, um, and this is just my story of a new potential, (laughs) but, um, he messaged me, my new guy, he messaged me, um, in February, And you guys already know I like younger men. I just, I'm attracted to younger men. I'm a cougar. And um, when he messaged me, I noticed his age and his, he was eight years older than me, actually seven years older than me. And so even though he was attractive, I was just like, "Eh, I'm going to keep looking, you know? And in the meantime, he didn't press. Every once in a while, he would, you know, say, hey, how you doing? And I would respond, I'm great, but we wouldn't hold a long conversation. Um, after me and, um, and Jay broke up finally, like I'm really done with that. Um, also with Jason, Jason is very inconsistent. I don't have time for that. Like he feels like he could just pop up in my life whenever he wants to. And I'm just going to be free and available. I'm too old for that. No, you don't have that privilege anymore. Um, <laughs> and Michael, we all, t- I told you what happened with Michael on my birthday. So I'm not interested in him either. So with all of my perspectives out of the way and I'm not finding any luck, I here have my new guy being consistent. He's attractive. Yeah, he's not the age range that I typically date, but he seems like he got his stuff together. So when he hits me up again, I, you know, take the time to actually have a, a online conversation with him. So then online conversation turned into phone conversation. The first conversation was great. You know, it was great. We, I laughed. He had me laughing. We had a great conversation by the second conversation. I started thinking, could this be the one? By the second conversation, <laughs> it was crazy because we just talked about everything. Everything under the sun. We was on the phone for almost four hours in the middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning, talking on the phone. And um, the feelings were reciprocated. He felt the same way. He was like, man, I never stay on the phone with someone this long 
Um, so long story short, it's been two weeks and we finally met last night. <laughs> and the date, this was our first date and the date was amazing. Amazing. Now, mind you, he's not from one of the support groups. I met him just through a regular group, just um, something I'm interested in. And um, I can say it's a Christian group. And um, I just was like, I'm sitting there, we're talking and we're having such a good time. And I'm like, wow, this guy is amazing. So in conversation at the end of our date, um, I didn't want, cause it was the first date and I didn't want to bring him home. And he actually does not live in the same town as me. So, you know, he, I didn't go to his house and, you know, stuff was closing around us. So we didn't want to go home, but we still wanted to be in each other's company. So we just sat in the car and we talked for hours. And so he asked me, why hasn't anybody scooped you up? Why are you still single? Like, seriously. And I felt like I had to tell him the truth. You know, I felt like, and I had expressed to one of my good friends, you know, who knows that I have the herp, you know, herpes virus. Um, and she also actually has it as well. I expressed to her, you know, in getting to know him over the phone, I felt like I wanted to tell him because I'm starting to develop, even though it's been two weeks, I'm starting to develop strong feelings for this man. And so having him said, say that last night, and he's just looking at me, just conflicted. Like, why are you single? Why hasn't anybody scooped you up? You're amazing. And I just told him, I just told him, I said, do you really want to know why I'm still single? And he was like, yeah. And it took, I, you know, I hesitated for a second because I had to really think, am, am I going to say this now on a first date? You know, I've never done that. Are you really going to say this now? Are you going to jeopardize everything? Are you going to take this risk? You know, is he going to look at you differently? You know, all these things are playing in my head. And he was like, tell me, what's, what is it? He's like, you have me concerned now. And I told him, I said, I have herpes. So he looked at me for a second and he was like, is that it? He said, that can't be the reason why you're still single. It was like something else. It has to be something else. And I was like, no, that's it. And he was like, so nobody scooped you up because you have the herpes virus. He was like, I don't believe that. And I, I said, well, that's a big thing. That's not something that's taken lightly. And I said, well, you know, I mean, I said, I, that's, that's something that people don't take very lightly. He says, so you haven't found anyone to love you past that. And I almost melted. He was like, I'm surprised, you know, that I don't have that, you know, just in confessing himself. He was like, I'm, I'm surprised, like, the life that I live, I don't have that or something worse. So he was like, the fact that that's all that you have, that's something that we can work around, that that's something that we can get around, that that's all that you have, and nobody saw you past that. And I was like, no. And so this is a big deal. He said, it's not a big deal to me. And I asked him, I said, are you sure? And he was like, I'm positive. I'm positive. That's not a big deal to me. And I said, so you're okay with it? He was like, 
that's something that we can work around. So I'm fine. And I just melted. Now, we will before, you know, we become intimate or anything like that. Because he did ask me, or he mentioned, he's been saying it for a long, since we've been talking that you're going to be my girlfriend. You're going to be my girlfriend. And so last night, he said, um, after we had that conversation, he said, so, and I hope you enjoyed your last night of freedom because you're going to be my girlfriend. After, after we had that conversation. And I'm just like, but I have to be sure too, you know, because even though I, I, that's what we all want to hear, you know, we still have to be cautious. We still have to, you know, do what's best for us. And the fact that he was so open and so like, I, I don't care, that's nothing. And the fact that he said, I'm surprised I don't have anything worse than that or that or something worse makes me pause. So we will definitely have to get a, um, HIV test, AIDS test, STD test, whatever, um, prior to becoming intimate with it, with each other. But I am so excited. This guy gives me butterflies. Um, he's sweet. He's a gentleman. He's, um, what is it? Um, what is they, um, chivalrous. He opens doors, he pays for dinners, and I know it was the first date, but he opens doors, he pays for dinners, open car doors, um, he does all of that, and he's attractive to me, <laughs> um, and the conversation is amazing, and so I'm super excited, you guys wish me luck, <laughs> um, and I will keep you posted. So, if you have any questions um, about the dating sites that I told you about, forgive me for not having the actual um, um, groups and and the actual correct dating site for S&P or PNS. (laughs) Um, If you have any questions about that, feel free to hit me up. You can email me at Yahira Jones Hope at gmail.com that's y-a-h-i-r-a-j-o-n-e-s-h-o-p-e at gmail.com or if you're listening via the anchor app you can press the message button at the bottom of the screen to leave me a voicemail message until next time hopefully next time we'll have um the interview with my mom but until next time stay safe and god bless